0: Episode 59 of the Press Pass Podcast, presented by the Press Republican, with Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio. I am Sports Editor Joey LaFranca, and that's all you're with today. Just Joe and Joey. Joe, how are you? Joey Vats, doing good. I do miss Ben Rowe. You do? Yes. I'm sure you do, because you've been very busy. Yes, I need him. <laughs> yeah, you need him. Well, Ben, where is Ben? do you? I, I didn't
1: even know where he was going. He's going to New Hampshire for a few days. Okay. Uh, He's got fifth, family out there. I family think, outing. Right? Yeah. Uh, he hasn't had some time off in a while, so... He deserves it. He needs it. Yeah. Good for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever you've been to New Hampshire a couple of times, right? A
1: gazillion times. A gazillion
0: times? Yes. I can only say, I think I've, I don't know if I've ever really stayed in New Hampshire. I think I've only driven through it, <laughs> to be honest. a
1: lot like Vermont and Maine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a
0: mix. It's a nice mix. No, it's not bad. Yeah, because you've gone to races out there, I'm sure.
1: Southern New Hampshire is, lo- is different. I mean, it's kind of like a suburbs of Boston. Okay. Um, it's bigger. Yeah. Uh, more metropolitan areas. Northern New Hampshire is just like Vermont. Okay. Very
0: much. That makes sense. Well, you know, you said it's a busy week and, you know, you miss Ben. And part of the reason it's so busy is early elections and getting all the election stories yes. out. And I'm sure you and the news crew are attacking that pretty well. We are still
1: getting used to this early voting concept. Mm-hmm. Last year was the first time they did it. Um, we're in New York State I think it is different in every state um, voters can start voting the voting process starts tomorrow mm-hmm. October 23rd and goes I think it's nine days right up till the day before election day yeah so there are set hours at certain places in each of the three counties Clinton Essex and Franklin where you can go you can go tomorrow and vote if you want Get it done with. Did you take part in that last year, or did you go to the normal um, voting? I almost did. I was thinking about it, but I never made it, so I voted on the regular yeah, election day. I did too. My wife went early. I heard, I only heard
0: good things. I, yeah. I think people enjoy And last year, obviously, with how polarizing the election was and stuff, I think people were really invested in into it, because obviously with the presidential side of things. Yeah,
1: I mean, and it seemed to work really well. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people, comments I heard were, Why didn't we do this years ago? Um, Yeah, I think it's good to have opportunities, as many opportunities to get people out. So if you get more people involved in the process, Mm -hmm. that's always good. But there's always something special about Election Day. Yeah. The one day. I like the pizza. You go to the polls. (laughs) Yeah. Newsrooms. Newsrooms are famous for that. Election Day pizza pizza but you know it was like the one day everybody does their civic duty you feel like an american yeah earning your citizenship um now we can do it up to nine days before
0: yeah which is which isn't too bad now run us through um how the press republican news department does election day coverage like how, not not just the election day but leading up to it how, how are you going about communicating with candidates, trying to get their information out there, because that's really what's been swallowing up a lot of your guys' time this week.
1: Yeah, we wanted to get uh, um, candidate profiles out for as many as of the top higher profile uh, contested races in the three counties that we could. And we're talking about county legislature level, uh, town supervisor level, judge. There's a big Franklin, a Franklin County uh, court judge. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Um, and town council races. Um, Unfortunately, that's about the only ones we can cover, um, staff-wise, town-wise. But we wanted to get as many profiles out as possible before tomorrow, before the voting starts, so people can read about these candidates and make their decision uh, based on information um, that uh, is provided to them. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of these candidates have been out canvassing door-to-door, Giving out brochures, literature, putting up signs, whatnot. People will get their information that way, um, as well as what we give them. Hopefully, everybody will take advantage of every uh, avenue possible to find out information about Mm -hmm. these candidates and make the, the best informed decision. Yeah.
0: So it's definitely been a busy time. Is this, would you always say like election time is the busiest time, like by default, or is there another time of year where you think, oh, maybe this time is actually busier?
1: Now, election year usually is. Yeah. um, Because it's also, what we're also right in the midst of is budget season. Yeah. Everybody's doing their budgets for 2022. So, and they go hand in hand. That's a busy time. Um, But, yeah, the election season is largely, uh, you know, it used to be traditionally they would say, okay, it starts right after Labor Day and goes to the first week in November. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little different. Sometimes, you know, now we have primaries in New York in June. So it seems like we're always inundated with campaigning. Yeah. Um, It gets longer and longer.
0: You know what I've noticed? Not as many election signs around this year. I
1: have not seen... That's true.
0: Have you noticed that too?
1: Yeah. Sometimes, like, it can get really obnoxious. Uh, 2021, an odd year, is considered uh, an off year. Yeah. Uh, Because you have, you know, some local races. a A town council race... For a job that pays maybe three thousand dollars, <laughs> you're not going to spend a lot of money on signs. right. So you won't. That's a big reason why you're not seeing a lot of signs out this year. Sure. Next year, an even year, 2022. Now we're talking. Midterm election. Yeah. Will be big. We'll have um, statewide races, assembly and senate. Governor. Yeah. Is going to be big. Um, Congress, of course, and. I believe there's a state I think Schumer's up for re-election next year. Okay. Um so there'll be a ton of races So this next just year. this
0: is a little amuse-bouche, you know, a little Not warm-up. Sure. Yeah. Sure, a little yeah. preview. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of allow you to talk a little scoop about what it's like doing election coverage stuff. And we mentioned, I mean, I can't wait for Election Night pizza. that's the the best that's the best and i always feel like this time of year i mean it's busy on every everybody's level we got you got all that stuff going on election side sports playoffs are going on it's yep it's a wild time of year but one other thing going on on the news side you know obviously we just i remember yesterday Kara comes into your office Kara chapman one of our staff writers comes into your office and says the essex center has another cluster and i think when you and i both heard that we're like it was like a a horrible flashback Mm. to a really to a really terrible time and Um, to hear another one, uh, that's, that's a, that's a blow to say, to say the least.
1: Yeah. Um, for those who may or may not remember in summer of 2020, they had a terrible outbreak at this, um, it's a nursing home in Essex County, Yep. Elizabethtown, I believe. And they, 16 people died, I think, ultimately. Yeah. And there were a lot of cases. Yeah. And it was bad and it was Part of the problem that we saw, not just there, but all across the state, all across the country. Absolutely. Um, it's a little different now because of vaccines. And nobody died yet from this cluster. Mm-hmm. Hopefully nobody does. Yep. Um, but still, it's alarming. Uh, oh, yeah. A, uh, congregate living place like that. Mm-hmm. You have an outbreak. That's that's really serious. It makes you take
0: a second and take a step back and realize we're still in a pandemic.
1: Worse than ever. Yeah, Worse than ever. The numbers are outrageous. I think the North Country has the highest positivity rate in the
0: state. Unfortunately, yeah, I think you're absolutely correct with that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we've been harping on this for months and months, and we can't say it enough, uh, people. Do what you have to do. We're not through this. This is still a serious thing, and we got to get rid of this. And uh, anything we can do, wear masks, get vaccinated, of course, um, and avoid large crowds.
0: And exciting news in, in terms of uh the get, getting vaccinated and stuff like that. It sounds like the Moderna and Johnson Johnson booster vaccines will be out sooner rather than later now. So that's exciting for a lot of people. I know I'm one of the people waiting yes. um to get to get a booster shot. So that'll that'll be great when that comes out. I hope a lot of people jump at that opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's that's another big part of this booster shots, which I'm happy to say I got mine yesterday. You did? How do you feel? How
0: did you get deal with any symptoms
1: or anything? You know, it was interesting when I got the original shots yeah. in February, and You didn't do anything. It was a little sore, that yeah. was it, nothing. Yeah. It was fine. Yesterday when I went in, I didn't even know he gave me the shot. Oh wow. I, I did felt nothing, yeah. literally. Wow. And he said, well, you're not bleeding, so I'm not going to put a Band-Aid on. <laughs> um, he said, uh, you know, you have to wait 15 minutes to yep. make sure you don't have a reaction. And he said, keep moving it around next day or two so it doesn't get stiff. Sure. And stay hydrated. Drink lots of water. Yeah. This morning I woke up, I was tired. Yeah, so I, just that general fatigue. I hit the snooze like six times. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: How long is your snooze for each one? Nine minutes. Okay, so you,
1: so, you, so you got like you, so we're talking almost an extra hour of yeah. sleep. <laughs> so I was tired. Yeah, but I didn't have a headache. No I bad. didn't have a fever. Okay, good. Uh, no aches or pains. Good. Nothing. So just tired. and I'm fine now. Yeah, I'm fine.
0: And you know when you look back at it, if that's all you have to deal with, or even if it's a little bit worse, beats the alternative. Yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's the argument when it comes to that type of It's wonderful. Oh yeah, and and I think too. I mean. Think about what you, you know, and a lot of people can probably relate in their capacities. Think about like the week that you've had as a whole. You're already tired to begin with. You get that shot. Maybe if you weren't so tired, maybe if you hadn't had as much going on, you get that. You're probably, you wake up today, it might be fine. Honestly, you could have just been tired in general. It could have been. It could have been. To be completely honest, that's that's (laughs) probably. Tired a lot lately. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what it is. I think a lot of people are feeling that. So, yeah, no, that's great. That's great to hear. Now, where did you get yours?
1: Uh, the health department had a clinic at the Clinton Community College Gymnasium. Okay, cool. Yep, that's where I got my second shot. Yep. Um, it was uh, uh, in and out, very well run, Perfect. organized, yep. um, well staffed. That's great. Um, had all the pay, you know, you pre-register, obviously. Yep. And it was in and out, and no problems. It was, it was great. Saw a few old friends. <laughs> there you go. It is always funny. You always run into somebody there. You're like,
0: oh, hey, how you doing? That's great, though. what's going
1: on with the border? The border we're getting ready, my friend. that's good. Um, to welcome our Canadian friends back into town, yeah, which is the plans for now are to loosen the restrictions to allow them back in beginning November eighth, I mm-hmm. believe it is, um, which would be you know a long time coming, a very welcome sight. And there's still some things to work out as far as, um, you know, they have to be fully vaccinated to come here. They have to have a negative test before they return. But if it's within 72 hours of them getting tested in Canada, they that'll be fine. Yep. But they they got to work some things out. Sure. But by and large, hopefully the starting the 8th, we'll start to see them.
0: I think it's very exciting that um – it's just a sign of things going in the right direction i think you know even if even if people aren't uh even if canadians aren't coming here as much as maybe they would um typically i think just having the option there now is a sign of things maybe going in the right direction Um, as we've seen in the past a lot of things can be unpredictable so you know you never know exactly how things are going to go but with the fact that there is that option now to for Canadians to come across the border, obviously with the stipulations of the vaccine that you mentioned and having a negative test and stuff, that's one thing. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. We're not going backwards. So that's a positive.
1: Yeah, and, and it's kind of interesting because, you know, for months and months, officials have been saying, come on, come on, mm-hmm. both governments, yeah, chiding both of them to get on, the, get on the stick there and get something going. Yeah, And now that the, case, the cases are so high... Yeah. All of a sudden, oh yeah, come on over here, which is yeah,
0: kind of weird. It is. It is a little weird. I think maybe maybe it's just because of the the vaccination rate is getting more right. and more each time. You know, more and more by the day. So that's a good thing. Yeah. It's not like we've plateaued as far as that's concerned. So hopefully, there's just more people getting vaccinated. And we've had discussions about this in meetings and things like that. Um, but like we can bring it onto the pod just about incentives to get vaccinated. I think are potentially now popping up on an individual-to-individual basis because there's going to be something as individuals live their lives where they're gonna wanna do something and all of a sudden something that they typically like to do is gonna require a vaccination. You know, if you wanna use the example of going to a sporting event, um, you know, you know, that's a big thing in in New York City and things like that right now. But like going to a sporting event, going to some type of, I don't know, like some plays and, you know, any type of outing, you know, I think now we're starting to see, oh, I can't go to that. Oh, I just need to get vaccinated. Okay. Maybe it's good. people need some type of extra incentive, I think sometimes to get the vaccine. I mean, you want to talk about the incentive of just having, you know, your health, you know kept safe and whatnot that's i think in my opinion that's a great incentive on its own but some people need a little bit more boost every once in a while
1: yeah i mean like you say what more incentive do you really need than to stay alive exactly (laughs) Um, yeah that's a good one that's a big incentive yeah you would think um and you know this whole thing again we talked about before about people's freedoms um okay you can have your freedoms i'm all for that yeah well you don't or shouldn't have the freedom to kill me, Mm -hmm. uh, which could happen. Oh, no. I mean, and we're not even kidding when we say that. This is real.
0: No, it's true. And and I think that's really what it comes down to when you see um, the way things are going. When, you know, I'll give the sports example that we have talked about where if members of a team – Uh, are vaccinated and they have a teammate test positive those members who are vaccinated don't have to worry about things but the ones who aren't have to go into covid protocols just like we would have seen at the beginning of this pandemic and then you're seeing teams have to go on pause because they don't have enough players and things of that nature so i mean that's boom right there that's a huge incentive you know and whether that's a matter of students not wanting it or the parents not having enough you know you know kind of dragging their feet for a lack of better words and we're getting into an area now of topic where like, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, it's not your right to talk about that. And to a certain extent, I understand that. But like, that's just the realities of the situation too. You know, you have to look at why this is happening. Like what is, you know, making people not want to get the vaccine. And those are just the natures of the situation right now. That's just plain and simple.
1: Yeah. I mean, you think back, I mean, this is, we're going on like 19, 20 months. Yeah. A long, pandemic. a long time. You would think people, I don't know about you, but I'm sick of this. Oh, me too. It's, me too. You would think people would be sick of it and say, okay, what do we got to do? Let me Tell me what to do. I'll do it. I want to be done with this. Yeah. But people seem to still don't I, mind going through this. I'm like, really?
0: I think to a certain extent, there are some people that always have the smartest guy in the room vibe. And I think there's some of those people there's who, are, of those who people. are who are causing some of those issues. I mean, I can give one example that I can like kind of give is like the whole Kyrie Irving situation with the Brooklyn Nets. He's always got that smartest guy in the room vibe going on. And, like, you know, he's talking about not getting vaccinated because he wants to support the people who have lost their jobs because of the vaccine mandate. But, like, he at the same time. There are many
1: time, other ways to support them.
0: I, I My argument to all of that would be exactly there are many other ways to support him. But what he's opting to do is not only, you know, he's supporting them through whatever silent protest, you want to say, but at the same time, he's jeopardizing his own health by not getting vaccinated and he's hurting his team. He's not, you know, helping his employer, which, you know, that's a whole other thing. And at the end of the day, it just doesn't make any sense. And he's losing a gigantic platform to potentially speak his message because he could talk every single game after about whatever he would want to talk about, but he's literally taking that opportunity away and he's being silent.
1: What good does that do? You know, very
0: rarely do silent protests work.
1: The reactions are backfiring. A lot of people are saying, you know, sick of them. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, for me,
0: just as a as a Brooklyn Nets fan, I am sick of it. Like, just it is what it is, man. Like, you're jeopardizing your own health. That that that's the way it goes. But, you know, getting back on track and Joel from,
1: Embiid is sick of Ben Simmons. Yeah, I know he is. Then <laughs> Ben
0: Simmons is sick of. I don't know. I think Ben Simmons is sick of a lot of things. But you know, as far as you know, you you mentioned we're we're twenty months we're twenty months into this and. I think that's the thing to look at now is like, why are people not wanting to just move on from this? Why are we we're kind of like stuck in limbo, I think. And I think that's a huge thing to maybe people who are like psychologists and different people who look into the minds of people, they must be having a field day trying to like figure out some of this stuff and
1: like what goes through people's heads sometimes. I swear. I don't know. A lot of it, unfortunately, is driven by misguided social media. Yes, yes. Uh, that's,
0: unfortunately, that's that's the way it goes. But on a happier note, so you mentioned we're twenty months into this. That means we're in October. That means mm. it is the month of Halloween. Yes. And we, you know the the press has a little bit of a, a, a decoration contest
1: going on. Do you, do you have
0: a little bit of something
1: that you yeah. want to talk to um, us about? We we uh, you know we do these throughout the years we have uh, throughout the year we do various contests yeah we ask people to send in photos of their you know pets trucks Halloween decorations whatever it be mm-hmm. um, this uh, time of year obviously it's Halloween decorations and uh, we know there's a lot of interesting setups out there yeah um, so we'd love to see them so hopefully people will contribute and send them in and uh, we'll get some cool shots
0: I was driving to Chazy yesterday for a soccer game, and on the way there, I saw a house that had this gigantic ghost um, kind of like within a corner. Like they, their house kind of like turns inward, so they have like a natural corner of their house, and they put the ghost like kind of on that corner, so it goes along both sides I'm of the route house. Nine? Yeah. Have you seen that maybe? Where is it? Uh, it's about, I think it's past, you go, you're, you're past Beekman Town. And then you're on your way to Shay-Z from there. Yeah, and it's just this gigantic ghost, and it's lit up. And I was like, "That's really cool." Um, I got a kick out of that. And I've seen some cool. I've seen definitely seen some cool Halloween decorations around. A um, uh, couple, couple. I uh, you know I love the big blow up like little like either ghosts or. Whatever, pumpkin, you know, the things that have, like, there are the, the things you see, like, at car, car dealerships, those things that wave in the yeah, air, but they're yeah. like that. I love those things. I think those are <laughs> hilarious. They're so obnoxious, and, like, that's what's so great, you know. The more, I, I always say the more obnoxious when you can come to Halloween decorations, the better. Like, the spookier, the better. But I always had fun when I was a kid. I loved making, like, the, the fake, like, uh, cobweb stuff putting it on like railings and different things like that. <laughs> then you put the spiders in it. Like I always loved that. That was always fun. Did
1: oh, you yeah. ever do that with your kids? No. I don't think we did. Okay.
0: You know what I'm talking about though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It was always fun. It's it's a little messy, but yeah. It's fun. It's fun. What was your favorite um what was your favorite like Halloween decoration type of thing that you always liked to do?
1: Um Go get candy. <laughs> okay. That's not decorating. That's just going to get candy. No, we didn't do much decorating. Um, no? Nope. M- my mother would put stuff out. Yeah. Um, at my house, oh, it's funny. When the kids were little, we mm. put stuff out. Did up. you carve pumpkins and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. We did that. We okay. did that. Of course we did. <laughs> um, but the last few years, since the girls are older and gone, we didn't do anything. But yeah. this year, my wife got the itch. Now that she's retired. Yeah. She brought out the pumpkins. She go get pumpkins. Go get this. Go get that. So, we have a bunch of stuff in our yard. That's in, fun. In their in windows in the house. So, we're in the spirit.
0: What was your, fa- growing up, what was your like favorite Halloween costume that you ever had?
1: My favorite Halloween costume? Yeah. Oh, that's hard to say. Um, I saw um, a cool one today. This guy, and he had like four or five daughters, and they all wanted to be witches. Okay. So, you know, he was going to join them, but he didn't want to be a, a witch witch with a black hat sure. and everything. So he, he made himself, he had this can around him, and you ever see man-witches? Yeah, of course. It was a can of man-witch. <laughs> so he was a man-witch. He was a man-witch. <laughs> I like that. So, it's, okay, that's actually really creative. It was funny.
0: That is actually really creative. I had um my favorite one that I ever, uh, that my favorite costume that I ever, my mom made me this, like, Fred Flintstone, like, homemade costume type of thing. And I, like, I, I remember seeing, a, I have a picture of it where I'm wearing it. And, like, underneath it, I'm just wearing, like, the, because, you know, you're just wearing your shoes or whatever underneath it. And I'm wearing, like, so I have the Fred Flintstone costume. I'm all, like, Fred Flintstone now. And then at the bottom, I just have Nike basketball shoes on, and it just looks really funny. That was one of my favorite ones. And then I think I dressed up as Scooby-Doo one here too. That no, was that's fun. cool. I always love Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Scoobs.
1: My, my kids, uh, when they were little uh my mother-in-law mary's mother yeah. would make their costumes she was pretty good uh, oh really seamstress yeah she made and one year amy wanted to be a polar bear oh that's and cool she made her this big white fleece polar <laughs> bear it was awesome i bet it was cozy too it, yeah it was perfect
0: yeah it's, you know especially when it gets that and that's the other thing too is like you see some of these costumes but they're like you can't you can't wear different things sometimes it gets too cold just flat out, gets Yeah, too cold. the ones that
1: they used to sell in the store when I was a kid, they yeah. were like paper. Yeah. And then they had those stupid masks.
0: So you, <laughs> so you had to wear, like, things underneath it, then put your costume over yeah. it. Yeah, no, because everything was, like, super thin. That's fun, though. But, yeah, no, I, I'm... I'm uh, I'm excited to see. I'm always excited to see the Halloween decorations and the pumpkins and costumes. We're it's getting there. Another the, week away. And the candy, obviously. The yes. candy. I still, we know, we've been teasing this for a while because I still don't think we've technically officially made our list, but next week, we we have to next week have our um, Halloween candy list, our top five. Oh, yes. So we have to get, we have to get you that. You know,
1: it's interesting, and I don't think it ever happened, it doesn't happen around here. It didn't. You know, they have cabbage night, right? Yes, yes. So which is the night of skullduggery hooligans going around yes well when i was a kid in rochester growing up it was called beggar's night oh and it actually was never heard of that another night of trick-or-treating oh really you just went out and trick-or-treated on beggar's night yeah and most people would give you candy sure some would say tomorrow's halloween come back (laughs) then get out of here (laughs) so we had two nights Interesting. Of trick or I've never heard of that before. Yeah.
0: Is that something that's kind of phased away, or is that maybe just
1: something that was going on
0: in your region? I think it was
1: the Rochester thing. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's, pretty,
0: that's pretty cool, though. Hey, that beats people going around throwing eggs and crap at
1: people. Yeah. And then we had, um, I remember after Halloween in school, the trading yeah <laughs>
0: oh that's great I, I can imagine that's always yeah that's always fun I always like, the the funny thing is like you remember, you remember when you were a kid and you always go to like somebody's house and they just give you like some random thing it's not like sometimes it's not even candy it's like what
1: are you doing like <laughs> just give me the candy man well just yeah just give me the candy I mean I think my parents were like you're allowed to bring five pieces of candy to school tomorrow. <laughs> you to me to trade
0: you would have to you know what was always funny like toward the end of like you know when you get through to the end of your Halloween candy you just have like I don't know, like a Tootsie Roll in there. <laughs> and it's like, you know, oh, I have this, like, Almond Joy. I hate Almond Joy. I hate that. Um, you know, just a couple of candies that you don't like. It's so like, eh, I guess I'll eat these. But, like, you don't really – you're not really too excited about it. <laughs> I always laugh at that. Oh, yeah. I, I
1: mean – we you're rolling in it for the first few days. Oh
0: yeah, and then you're sick. <laughs> you're as can be, like to your stomach for the first couple of days too. That's always that's always fun. But yeah, no, I can't wait for Halloween. That that'll be fun. And a uh, little sports update. Yes. Um, I actually, I, we didn't talk about this before, but I wanted to bring this up. Was last Friday in Saranac there was some pretty cool stuff going on and you were actually Mr. PA. Yes. What what can you tell us about the fun festivities of last Friday because there were, and I was up there for the girls game. There were some that was, there was some pretty cool stuff going on up in Saranac on Friday.
1: Yeah, it was senior night from the Saranac boys and girls soccer programs. They combined them this year, which was a good idea. And it it works also as a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um The idea started, uh, well, it was actually started by my wife, I have to say, about 10 years ago or so. Yeah, that's great. Um, On senior night, because senior night is always, oh, me, 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 look at me, Mm -hmm. I'm great, honor me, I'm a senior, which is fine. Yeah. But she felt it should also be about giving back. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a senior, you had a great experience in this program for all these years, now it's your senior year, Um, you've gained a lot from playing soccer, maybe you can give a little back Mm -hmm. and help your community. And the kids ate it up, bought into it, loved it. It's been a great thing for the last dozen years or so. So, again, the theme this year was, you know, giving back a a charity fundraiser. Sure. They raise money for the disabled American veterans who need to purchase a van to transport veterans down to the hospital in in Albany. I think it's a $50,000 van. Last I heard, between the boys and girls' efforts, they are close to $30,000.
0: Wow. That's
1: Uh, unbelievable. Huge.
0: Huge. What did they do to go about raising the money?
1: They had coin drives. Okay. um, They collected. um, I'm not sure. I don't think they sold anything. Um, They solicited mostly. Okay. And they had the gate at the games. Yep. um, And... uh, you know went to various places in the community sure and it's been really really successful did you ever get your uh,
0: your michigan when you were there point? because nope. i know you never did no nope.
1: that's not? okay that's okay why not just uh, just
0: forgot and ended up getting too busy yeah i was too busy but that's okay yeah how fun was it to be pa guy again for a night
1: yeah well i did it for a long time i know and, and uh, with my wife's retirement i thought okay we're done which yeah. is fine and the girl's like, Mr. Lo we want you to do our <laughs> senior night. I'm like, oh, okay, of course. Yeah. I can't say no to that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's a big night, a good night for the kids and their families. Um, and it went really, really well. That's and, awesome. And the weather was great. And there was... I don't know. There was at least a thousand people. Oh, there. no question about crowd. it. Because you were joking, You're like there must be like five thousand people. I said, like, I don't know about five
0: thousand. You're like, come on, they're three deep here. <laughs> yeah. um, but there were a lot of people there. That was really cool. That what a great environment for the kids to play with too. You yeah. know, and, and props to the Mariah girls and the Northern Adirondack boys for taking part in that too. Because that wasn't all. That wasn't scheduled. Those were scheduled in. You know, at some point
1: in the season, those games were scheduled yeah, too. They were so. looking for. They usually do a, um, a non-league opponent yeah. towards the end of the yeah.
0: year. Obviously,
1: with COVID and stuff, that kind of
0: makes yeah. things a little bit harder sometimes. So,
1: you have a non-league game, but against the league of Yeah, actually, last year's senior night was totally different. Um, no fans. Yeah. Uh, just the families. And they did it um, uh, before the game um, b- and before the other team even showed up. Yeah. <laughs> just because It's good to see that get back. T- it's good to see some of that get back to normal Yeah. Though.
0: Yep. i think I think that's I think that's really good to see, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, and then other sports stuff going on um, if you didn't have a chance, I know I mentioned it last week on the on the pod, but uh, the story about Jennifer Wiborow's Jenna Ford uh, yeah. is out in today 's paper and online um, and it's just a one on one interview that I had with her, and she talks about the journey to becoming uh, section seven 's new goal scoring leader for girls soccer and um, how cool, right you know I mean she was very talkative, very you know very energetic about the topic and She's like, yeah, it's just been so fun. And I think I thought the funniest part of the story was I asked her, I said, What'd you do leading up to the game? And she said the team went out for a team breakfast and they went to Perkins. And I said, Well, what'd you have? And she said, eggs, bacon, and, and hash oh, browns. Right, and I yeah. and, and I was like, Oh, okay, so that's gotta be your meal going forward. She's like, I guess. She's like, I she and she said, I wanted to have waffles. Waffle, I, saw but that. <laughs> I wanted to have waffles, but I thought that might have been a bad idea. So and one thing I didn't include in the story, but I thought was funny, she told me that um, now I don't think she's done it this year, but it sounds like an old assistant coach that they used to have would go to whatever convenience store or whatever is close to Willsboro and she, they would get like those cold like Starbucks like Frappuccino coffee or anything like that. And she said sometimes she would drink like a coffee like right before a game and she would be totally fine afterward. So, like, I always, uh, and I asked her, I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, it didn't bother me or anything like that. And I said, oh, I'm sure you, like, stayed hydrated and stuff before, too. And she's like, yeah. She's like, you can't just drink coffee and whatnot. But I can't imagine, I couldn't imagine drinking one of those Starbucks things. Like, I can't drink those really to begin with. They're just, I don't know what's in them, but it's like liquid fire. Um, but I, I can't imagine uh, what it's like to drink one of those and then go out and play a game. But it's what she does. She's fueled by Starbucks sometimes. Amazing. Yeah, um, pretty what, cool. What number is she? What number thirteen? Okay, Lucky number I hope 13. I get to see her play.
1: Yeah, um, in sectionals or whatever.
0: Speak and speaking of sectionals, you know she uh, she Willsboro will be the number one seed yes. in class for Class D girls soccer. Um, and sectionals are underway for soccer. Soccer has been the first you know playoff action that we've seen so far, and we've actually gotten back to normal as far as playoffs go this year. For the most part, it looks like we're going to have state championships without any issue, so that's exciting. Um, and you know. Football will have next week uh, some, sem- some semifinals will be played, and then volleyball and gymnastics and swim and everything else will have sectionals. So we're going to have election going on. We're going to have you know high school sports playoffs going on. And guess what? Plattsburgh State uh, men's and women's soccer. Plattsburgh State men's soccer has a chance to get into the playoffs. Women's soccer is already in the SUNYAC playoffs. And Plattsburgh State men's and women's hockey men's and women's hockey next week. First regular season games, and this weekend is their first exhibition
1: game, so everything's rolling. It's busy times, Joel. It is a busy time, man. we got Major League Baseball playoffs. Who are you pulling for? Um, Probably the Red Sox. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm pulling for the Braves. Um, I, yeah, I hope they beat the Dodgers. Yeah,
0: I'm pulling for the Braves because... I, I heard
1: today... Is this true? Are the Astros being investigated again?
0: No, the Red Sox are just alleging that... I think it was like some radio announcers for the Red Sox Somebody were alleging that they the were ch- cheating. Yeah, and there was whistling and stuff like that. I mean unfortunately, well, I, I, I'm not even going to say unfortunately. It is what it is. They were caught cheating. It was proven that they were cheating. That's going to be carried with them forever. Everybody's going to think they're still cheating no yeah. matter what, No matter what is said. It's not going to matter anymore. Yeah. It's just not. The whole whistling thing of late, it's not the first time we've heard that this year. Like the Yankee, the Mets accused the Yankees of that at one point and different things like that. I'm sorry. As far as the whistling stuff goes, if you're just picking up on tipping, like people tipping pitches and stuff, that's part of baseball. Don't tip your pitches. But if you're using a trash can and a monitor to bang on things <laughs> and things like that, well, then that's a whole other topic of conversation. Like, then that's going over the top. But, yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting playoffs. Been some pretty, the, the championship series have been pretty interesting, though. I will say that. Yeah. Um, and we're both in game sixes, so we'll see how things go from there. And, but, yeah, I'm definitely pulling for the Braves because I I'll say this. Whoever wins in the American League, I will be rooting against them. That, that, that'll, that'll, that's my easy way of describing who my rooting interest is at this point. Because as a Yankees fan, I can't root for the Red Sox, and I don't really care for the Astros too much. You have added. to
1: root for your league. No.
0: Who no. came up with that rule? That's not a rule. No? That's an old school rule there. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, though, I think I think we've actually we've blown through everything we need to cover.
1: Yeah, uh, like you said, it is a busy time of year. Yeah. Um, So everybody get out there and start your Christmas shopping. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Christmas shopping. We're going to skip right over Thanksgiving. Just go to Christmas shopping. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But yeah, you can find this podcast
0: on uh, pressrepublican.com, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can also find it on our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. And if you can't find it anywhere else, you let us know and we'll try and put it where you can find it. But other than that, Joe, I think we're good. I think you need to sign us off.
1: Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for your support. And we wish everybody a little weak side help.